Every time I look at you, I think of chickens. Mm. It's that good. I don't know if those mirrors are all warped. That's what I'm nerding out about. Yeah. Don't exercise. Watch more movies. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I'm just going to say this. I really liked it. Battling it out on the open seas. He's actually like on a mission to get me all the seniors balls now. Mm, That's nice. I can smell it. I can hear it. The smell of fall is in the air right now. You know what? You caught me flat footed in this one. It's special, man. It's the experience. Usually tastes like chalk, but the butter is so much better. No, I, I hear you. I've had those. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Isn't that deep? Almost deep enough, but. I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers. Only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This. You know, as we continue to crunch those fall leaves and consume glorious amounts of pumpkin foods and drinks, it's also time to prepare for Sci-Fi November. It's like two weeks away, man. All right, I'm going to be previewing my watch and consumption list today. It's still a work in progress, but you'll get a little bit of a of an inside look. It's also time to help the hopeless romantics here with some guaranteed pickup lines. Oh yeah. And I've got a movie review of Gemini Man and of course a few other things that we are nerding out on. So, as they say in Russia, let us rock it. I know that they say let us rock it in Russia all the time because I get calls from our friends in Moscow saying, hey, real Brian. And I'll say, hey, man, what's up? And they'll be like, let us rock it. And I'll no, say, I, it, it, it is good. They say it on no. Dushanbe Road all the time. The, you you, you mistaken. That was me prank calling you as Russian. No, I, I mean, said I, let's I, rock it to you. I get calls from my friends in the KGB all the time. That was also me pranking you. I'm sorry, Brian. I have to break it to you here live on your show. Yeah. This is the voice you hear on the phone. It is this voice. It is my fake Russian I, voice I that hear you from, hear on the phone. I hear from uh, Svetlana, too, though. So you do Russian woman that, as well? That is right. This is my Svetlana voice. This is the one you hear from. Yeah, I, I definitely call am. you every week as Russian, and I tell you <laughs> stupid things to make you think I'm Russian. It's not real. I I have to break it to you now. You know, I I don't I don't remember that voice exactly. So I'm thinking maybe you're smoking crack. I I tell uh, everyone he, he is full of it. I am not full. It I, was I, he, me. I hear from Svetlana lo- lots of times, and she say, "Let us rock it," but I can't do the Russian woman accent because you can't either. It's it's real. I know. She's real. It's awful. <sighs> By the way, I'm, I'm Captain Influence. Oh. In case y'all didn't know. Oh, yeah. And I'm the real Brian. Hey. That's how influential I am. I, I convinced you I was Russian. And yeah. hey. you thought, see, I, you fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Did we? You did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I get these phone calls all the time. Maybe it's like a robotic voice. You're not supposed oh, to answer no. those calls, Brian. You know what's funny is <laughs> I actually to dis- decline and then block. I never actually answer phone calls ever anymore unless it's like an actual person that I know that's a contact. If it right. if it shows up like, hey, look, Captain Influence is calling, then I'll answer the phone. If it's like some number I don't recognize, I never answer the phone anymore. Me neither. You know, it's just like, oh, here we go again. Because nobody ever Robots. calls me. 
literally robots. Now, yeah, the only time people ever communicate with me is through some kind of a written message, text, message. Or, well, not Voxer. Or when I'm calling you pretending to be a KGB agent or Svetlana, et cetera, yeah. Except those people. You answer were those real. calls. Those were real. <laughs> I actually have anyway. Svetlana programmed into my phone. She's Let's real nice. On. She's real nice, yeah. <laughs> Ask Lee Steven about Svetlana sometime. Bad kitty. I'd love to. He'll know well, exactly. We need, we who need I'm to have him on about. again and see what 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 books he's writing lately because uh, we haven't yeah. caught up with him for quite a while. He's working on six, and I haven't heard any latest. Actually, I don't know if it's. I don't think it's done yet. I, you know, I was just texting him the other day. I was like, "What's going on?" You know, and and he's really busy, of course. But um, that was about as far as our conversation went. We haven't really caught up yet. So one of these days, when he's working nights again, we'll have to game and have him on and. That's right. Last time we talked to him when he was working nights, we were playing Alien Isolation and he was laughing at us beside himself, laughing at us playing. Yeah. yeah. Calling us wimps. It was fun, though. We had a good time. I love this time of year. But the sad thing about this time of year and in in about two weeks here, the time changes and we fall back. Yeah. Which is great. We get an extra hour hour of sleep, but it gets dark around five and then starts to get dark around like four in the afternoon, which is just yeah. way too early. And I'm trying to get as many biking days in, you know, the last nice days of biking for the season, because, you know, first of all, as the sun goes down in Colorado, it starts to get pretty cold. And I usually can't get out on my bike until mid afternoon, late afternoon, just because of, you know, working in the studio, doing stuff. And then it's like, all right, I'm going to get on my bike. I'm going to go to a coffee shop. I'm going to finish my work. Well, during nice season, no big deal, right? But when it's cold and it's getting dark around 4.30, it's freaking freezing. And also, I don't like to ride in the dark too much. So, Or in the cold. Yeah, it's one of those, uh, I'm hitting it. Once the time changes, probably not going to see much more biking from me, which is sad because I just love it. You're just going to have to get fluffy for the winter, Brian. That's all there is to it. I know. Well, no, no, no. I'm I'm not gaining weight, man. I'm kind of over that. All right. It's uh, not that I've been gaining weight, but I gained it, you know, when we had to eat out and I've been trying to kind of manage it back down and doing all right. So, you know, I actually looked in the uh, mirror at the theater this week and just washing my hands and I sit up and I'm like, oh, I guess I'm a little thinner than I thought it was. So I don't know if those mirrors are all warped or (laughs) just kidding. I'm fine. You know, wouldn't that be a great idea for a, you know, a large facility like that to purposely install mirrors that make you look thinner so that you want to go there more often? Yeah. Oh, it's a good idea. The smell of fall is in the air right now. The smell of dead leaves decay. I actually love wind. that smell. It's really weird. We haven't gotten much wind, thankfully, but you know, when I'm, you will. when you're riding and you're crunching through the leaves or you're walking, crunching through the leaves and you get that smell. I can oh, hear it. Mm, that's nice. I can smell it. I can hear it. Yeah. Everyone out there listening can smell and hear that right now. I just love it. Yeah. It's the uh, sm- stop and Let's, smell the colors. Except the Arizona people. They won't. They don't hear it. Well, they get some colors. <laughs> get some one of my favorite drinks to do this time of year you talked about cider last week yeah caramel apple cider for me is like october into like early to mid november then it's like spice cider all the way through december and into january for whatever reason i don't know why but i'm like oh i I almost got a caramel apple cider but i haven't yet i didn't want sugar that night but i did buy some all-natural caramels from trader joe's to uh, melt into my own spice cider and seeing how that would kind of turn out. Because, you know, most of those ciders are mostly just apple juice, caramel apple ciders, whereas I want to spice them with cinnamon and cloves and then add some caramel to it just a little bit. But, you know, the thing is, is you just don't need it, but it's more for the fun. Well, I didn't tell you something. I don't think I told you, but last weekend I got my first pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks. Ever? 
I think maybe ever, oh, uh, wow. maybe, but I was not impressed. I don't know if they made it wrong or if they made it, they didn't, I mean, it wasn't very pumpkin-y at all. So I think they might've given me like a caramel latte or something. It was super rich. It wasn't very pumpkin-y and it didn't, I mean, it just made me feel kind of uh afterwards. So it wasn't the pumpkin spice cloud latte or whatever you were describing a few weeks ago. That sounded divine. Yeah, the I don't cloud know. cold brew or something. Yeah, yeah. That was good. That actually tasted more like eggnog, though, to me than it did pumpkin. Okay. The pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks is just a bunch of sugar. But if you make your own, you're actually putting in canned pumpkin. Ah. Are you familiar with Perfect Bars, the protein bars? No. You know protein bars in general. There's a ton of them out there. Perfect Bar is my favorite because it's one that has to stay refrigerated because it's made out of like real food. So okay. a lot of it's peanut butter or almond butter and stuff like that. And they have all kinds of different natural ingredients in them. But, you know, protein bars for me usually taste like chalk and stevia, which is just absolutely. I mean, I'm not kidding. Like if you literally <laughs> were to eat chalk and put stevia yeah. in your mouth, that's what it tastes like. It's disgusting. No, I, I hear you. I've had those. Yeah. Most protein bars can hold me for one hour before I'm hungry again. Think thins can hold me for two hours and they have 20 grams of protein in them. Perfect bars because they're real actual like there's nothing fake in them they hold me for about three hours and so that's typically what i go after are perfect bars you know like if i'm biking or something it's like i need something i need something to kind of hold me over right yeah they're perfect Perfect. something perfect just like lilu the fifth element they have a new one called pumpkin pie perfect bar for this season it's a limited time only and i thought i have to try it Dude, it tastes yeah. just like a pumpkin pie. It's amazing. And wow. it's got actually got real pumpkin in it too. But I was just like, dang, this actually is like a taste of fall. Huh. So there you go. And it held me awesome. for three hours. So booyah, perfect bars. Pumpkin pie, perfect bars, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Okay, while I'm at it, I'm sorry. One more thing here for the pumpkin and the food. Just because like this is just kind of this time of year. It's so exciting. Sarah made even more pumpkin spice muffins over the weekend. But uh. you put a little bit of grass-fed butter on top of it, melt it with some fresh cooked eggs. Grass and then, uh, fed butter. That's so pretentious. Dude. Okay. So have you ever had Kerrygold? <laughs> Kerrygold butter? As in K-E-R-R-Y. You know, the Irish butter? No, I have not. So it's from actual grass fed cows that, you know, they have on their pastures. And if you look at the butter, it's funny. You take like a King Supers butter or something like that. You put them together. Most of the traditional butters, you know, that aren't grass fed, they're pretty much white. And then you put the Kerrygold next to it and they're super yellow. There's hmm. no coloring in them, but it's because of what these, you know, cows are eating. It's interesting. very okay. interesting. But the butter is so much better. I mean, like the flavor, you cannot eat regular butter after eating the Kerrygold. It's unbelievable. Mm. It's that good. Well, I eat Lando Lakes light butter on my oh. sandwiches. And uh, and believe it or not, cause, well, it's super easy to spread, number one. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't screw the bread up when you're spreading it. And it's light, so it's lower on calories. Go try Kerrygold just once. It'll change your life. But then I'll be eating heavy butter again. Yeah, but it's better for you because it's not, it doesn't have chemicals Uh, in it. It's just real. uh, Anyway, my point is those fresh cooked eggs, pumpkin spice muffins. I roasted some Papua New Guinea coffee. Dude, breakfast has been good, man. Sounds like it. Yeah. Although I'm trying to, you know, during the week, just eat two eggs and, you know, drink some water and coffee for breakfast and that's it. And then more on the weekends, it's muffins as well, just for fun. But, you know, keeping it, keeping it smaller on the weekdays. You know, I'll stick with my Wilford Brimley Quaker Oats. I'll tell you what, morning. doesn't Wilford Brimley have diabetes? I, I think he 
I can't do a Wilford Brimley impression, guys. He's got it. You know. <laughs> Is he dead? I think he's dead. Oh, I don't know. He, yeah. Um, girls don't know about his diabetes or something like that. I won't say what he really said because it's wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Okay, moving on. We've been going to the volleyball games over at CSU. It's really fun. The, the starting lineup will throw these little mini volleyballs. You know, they're like the size of a like a baseball, baseball. softball, something like that, but they're soft. That's so- Cute. They're so cute, right? And and they sign them all, and they usually write a Aww. bunch of little things on them. And they throw them to the fans, and I. That's adorable, Brian. It's so sweet. Oh my gosh! Um, so you know how like people, they're always like these little kids are walking up and saying, "Can I have a ball?" And they always get them. And I'm like, dude, guys, you're like five years old. Get, get out of the way! Like, I want a ball. <laughs> Come on. So Brian, you do know that those are the people who they're. Four, right? The, the five-year-olds. Oh, screw them. The, they don't, they don't even understand. Yeah. They don't appreciate it like I do. Right. So, <laughs> so I know the DJ, but I was talking to him and I said, man, I want to get one of those balls someday. I said, they always seem to like throw them near us, but never to us. Cause we're just, I don't know why he's like, I'm going to ask them if they'll give you a ball. I said, really? He's like, yeah, no, no problem. On the loudspeakers. No, no, no. Like he'll go up to them before oh, the game and awesome. say, Hey, you know, can you throw your ball to my friend? One night they had a couple of them had already promised it, but one of the girls who wasn't in the starting lineup, but she usually is, she wasn't going to be starting that day. She said, you know what? I'm going to get all the seniors to sign the ball and I'll give it to you. So that was really cool. And then the other one, number 11 was like, Hey, I'll give it to you, but I can't do it. I had already promised, you know, a five-year-old or something. So I'll throw it to you the next game. I'm like, okay, cool. So the next game she's like, do you want my ball? Yeah. She's like, you know, she throws it up. It's like, this is so cool. I don't know. I I'm easy to please dude, Oh man. but I love stuff like that. I just think it's okay, really geez. fun. So. I am just one of those type seven people who just love cool things. It's special, man. It's the experience. You have the ball. And what was funny, because then he's like, all right, next game, I'm going to get you this senior's ball. And then the next game, he's actually like on a mission to get me all the senior's balls now. Oh, that sounded (laughs) really good, Brian. He's so funny. I hope that part does not get edited out because that was awesome. (laughs) They're all women. So even more awesome. Volleyballs. One of the things about these college games is that you start to see referees that, you know, come back. So you start to notice, oh, hey, that person's the same, whatever. There's two people for whatever reason that we recognize. One of them has this just incredible like Magnum PI mustache. So we just call him the stash. He's awesome. And then there's a guy that looks like he was in the Marines, total shaved head, you know, like really fit. You know, he holds himself perfect posture. He just looks like he was in the Marines, you know, so we call him military man. He served, I can tell, yeah. Yeah, very likely. You should thank him for his service and see what he says. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be like, oh, well, you know, I just get paid to do the game. I'm like, no, 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 your service. An attack goes to the games with us. If you remember An attack from back in May, she was one of the guests here on the show. Oh, yes. And she goes to the games with us, and we're always talking about military men. And, you know, I'm always like, hey, Ann, you know, he's kind of hot, isn't he? You know, and she's just kind of like, oh, I just love military men. And. You know, like he gives me something worth watching while I'm here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not here for see? the games. I'm here to watch military, man. So I started just coming up with all these great pickup lines for an attack. Please feel free to use these. This one, one of my favorites here, your shirt cascades off your chiseled abs like a waterfall in the moonlight. Just How introduce elaborate. yourself like that. Walk up. Hello. Your shirt cascades off your chiseled abs like a waterfall in the moonlight. And then the person will say, excuse me. And That's even a unisex going. pickup line. Yeah, exactly. If you if you if you're approaching a very ripped female, I it, mean, right? There you go. Exactly. Your bald head shines bright like the stars in the midnight sky. That is not unisex, I hope. Well, it could be, but yes, it, probably not. If you're picking up on Sinead O'Connor, sure. There you go, see? 
this one I love. Your magnificent physique is like a god walking amongst mere mortals. There's a little bit of a help from Anchorman, but hey, it's cool. Yeah. By the way, these are all Anna Tax pickup lines. In other words, she's divulging these through our friend Brian. He's not using these himself, I hope. No, so. I created these for her. And oh, yes. Into okay. which she will be using them at the next game. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what happens. Now, on the other hand, I'm saying please feel free to also use these for that special person in your life. Well, this one you can't use unless you're actually trying to pick up a referee. But, you know, thank you for refing the game. You finally gave me something to watch. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> there are people out there frantically writing these down. Yeah, I was right like, now. oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is one that Anatak came up with. Every time I look at you, I think of chickens because you look so dang tasty. That was a good one. <laughs> this is a good one, too. Your perfect posture gives me goose pimples. Now, if you say that with a little bit more of like your perfect posture gives me goose pimples, that's a little bit more effective. You make life worth living. I mean, that's a good one, too. Oh, here's another one uh, that Anatak came up with. You must be a warrior because you slay my heart. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, your biceps are as solid as my love for you. That's a great way to just introduce yourself. Really? Yeah. You've never met the person before. Just immediately go up and say that. And another one here is, uh, oh my gosh, this one, man, just, just tugs at me. Let me rest gently against your pecs so that I may be lost in your muscular wonder. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that just that that's powerful? Right yeah. There. Goose pimples, man. Anything to add captain influence? No, I'm horrible at pickup lines. Oh, oh, no, no. I, I do have one. Okay. And it's in French. Are you ready? Oh, yes. A friend of mine actually used this and it worked. <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah. Tu es trop belle pour mes yeux. Oh, you did a different one than I expected. So wait, hold on, say it again. I, saw, I heard Belle is beautiful. Tu es trop belle pour mes yeux, which is you are too beautiful for my eyes. Mm. Used that pickup line maybe 15 years ago and mm. it worked. And he's married. No, he's totally single still, but oh, whoops. <laughs> it worked in the moment. <laughs> she appreciated it. Well, that's good. Yeah. And he even thanked me for it afterwards. So there you go. Boom. I love that. Anyway, there you go. There's a, there's a handful of pickup lines that you can start using right now with that special person in your life. So if you have any other ideas, please send them. Love to hear about them. Yeah, please do. Now, I've been asked to talk about my sci-fi November watch list, which I'm going to go with a consumption list as well. We'll get to the Gemini man review in a little bit, but I feel like now's the time to preview because we're only a couple of weeks away and it's a working yeah. list still. Honestly, I doubt I'm going to be able to get through watching all of these things. I mean, this is kind of an extensive list, but it's just stuff I'm nerding out on either way. And whatever I feel like watching in the moment will just be what it is. But at least here's my list. I'm curious for yours as well, Captain Influence, but here are some ideas for just the typical rewatches. And actually, I'm going to use this one in October is you talked about the 40th anniversary of Alien last week. And mm -hmm. I thought, you know what? I, I want to watch Alien and Aliens before the end of October. So that's something I want to yeah. do because it's been a while. So that's a sci-fi duo that you should hit in October because Halloween and yeah. it's horror. So uh, good horror. Oh, very good. Yeah. yeah. The best. But then you get into November and it's just for me. And, and again, you know, for those of you who are thinking, wait, what's sci-fi November? Go back, listen to last year's because, I mean, there's there's some yeah. stuff about it. But it's the funniest thing. Like, for whatever reason, November became a sci-fi November month for me, even though I love sci-fi in general. But having the extensive variety of interests that I have, for some reason, that's a very concentrated month for sci-fi for me. And I, I don't know why. <laughs> it's just what it is. So rewatches slash have on in the background type of ideas. Starship Troopers, The Fifth Element. Do you remember the TV show Space Above and Beyond from the 90s? Kind of. I never watched it. I remember hearing about it. 
I mean, it was 90s, so, you know, take it for what it's worth and, you know, the typical 90s cheese that it was. But it was just one of those really well-done shows that just never got the attention it should have and it died after one season. And uh, Yeah, I was about to ask how many seasons did it go. Yeah, one season, very hard to get your hands on up until just recently. And, you know, now you can buy it and watch it and have mm-hmm. fun with it. But I only watched it back in the day when it came out. And so now I want to go back and rewatch it finally. So that'll be something I'll have on as a rewatch for sure. Maybe the Riddick movies, you know, for whatever reason, Chronicles of Riddick just feels like November to me. (laughs) Yeah. And you only need to watch that one. The rest are all kind of whatever. They're fine. But I finally saw the third movie, which is just called Riddick last year sometime. It was okay. It's okay. I mean, Pitch Black's okay. Riddick's okay. Chronicles is a masterpiece. It really is. That's the movie that I probably would focus on. So beautiful. Those are some rewatch ideas I have right now. New watch ideas would be theater wise Terminator Dark Fate for sure. I want to see that. That's a good sci-fi movie. Yeah, we're going to be reviewing that one. Yeah, and that comes out here in two weeks. Season three of The Expanse because season four comes out in December. So I definitely want to watch season three. Finally, I yep. saved it for this November. I mean, I, it was hard yep. putting it off, but I had to do it. Season good. two of Star Trek Discovery again. Finally, haven't watched it yet. Won't, won't be disappointed. Yeah, and I'm honestly thinking that's about as far as I'm going to get. I don't think I'm going to have time if I can even get through those in November. That'll be a miracle. Right. And I'm not going to push it. I'm going to enjoy the, the journey and I got other things to do. So we'll see what I can do now. Game ideas. You guys know we were playing Mass Effect Andromeda. I never finished it. I had to take a break. I did. You did. I intend to go back and finish during November because for me, it was like, you know what? I'll enjoy it in, in November. And until then, I got other games I want to play right now. So yep. I'll probably go back and finish that. We've also been toying around with Dead Space 3, which is a fun game. Not scary, man. Everybody says it's a scary, scary game, and it's really not. So I want to go finish that in sci-fi November as well. Again, probably all that we'll get done with, but what else? I mean, I've got my music lists for November, which mm-hmm. have nothing to do with sci-fi November. Really? It's just something that reminds me of that time of year. But you know, like some of the soundtrack from starship troopers is on there, stuff like that, you know, but again, it's like, that's me that that's my memories. It's not going to have any impact on you in your November. Sure. But I have my music list of course too, but what about you? You know what? You caught me flat-footed in this one. I haven't really given much thought to what I'm going to watch in November, to be honest. However, I do want to mention that I have, you know how after we watched Dark Phoenix and gave a review on that, I mentioned that I was going to start going through the X-Men movies from number one on. Nice. Just to rewatch them. Well, I finally hit X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, yeah. Again. And wow. I mean, I've seen it before and I loved it, but I cannot believe how much better that is than all the other X-Men movies put together. Oh, it's so like, true. it's like whoever directed and wrote that X-Men movie really hit the jackpot and yeah. all the rest are okay or bad. I remember how good days of future past is as a movie. It's a fairly oh, long yeah. movie too. So, yeah. but it's just so well done. I mean, if, oh, yeah. you, if you have to watch one X-Men movie, that's the one to watch. Oh, totally. I agree that most of them were, I say most of them were good or fair. I wouldn't say anything yeah. was really bad per se. Except Dark Phoenix. No, I didn't even <laughs> hate that movie. Like I thought it was fine, but uh, you yeah. know, I, I don't know. To me, it was like, uh, I, it's kind of like Mar. Well, I'm not going to go that far, but I'm going to say that <laughs> I've never hated an X-Men movie because I like X-Men. Yeah. But Days of Future Past was, you know, 10 times better than all of them. I agree. Like yeah. that was just good. such a good movie. And the music was glad. brilliant in that movie. Oh my gosh. Go listen to the soundtrack. It's like, Oh, it'll make you cry. It's good stuff, man. So, oh, I that's thought of all I one. have to say. I thought of another one. <laughs> Oblivion. 
I forgot about that. I watched it oh, last yeah. November oh, totally. for the first time, and I was like, oh my gosh, that was such a good movie. That's a great, yeah. great good sci-fi November movie. Oh, and speaking of Oblivion and Tom Cruise sci-fi movies in general, you all know I think Tom Cruise is a complete nutball, but he does make some darn good science fiction movies, and Oblivion's one of them. The other one that I can't, that I keep coming back to is Live, Die, Repeat, or what, what's the, what's Edge the other? Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. That would be a great um, one. That's a good sci-fi movie. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen so, that in a long time. I think I saw it maybe when it came out in the theater, and I have it like, because I loved it. And if, for those of you who don't know, it's kind of like Groundhog Day, except sci-fi and Alien Invasion. Okay, I'm watching Edge of Tomorrow, oriented, too. So, yeah. Dang it! I'm not going to leave the house now in November. Thanks a lot, man. Your list isn't that long, dude. You're going to leave the okay, house. Okay, okay, yeah, you're right. Dude. Take all the time you were going to take biking and walking and watch there you go. movies. Yeah, don't exercise. Watch more movies. <laughs> <laughs> I like Edge of Tomorrow. I'm watching that one for sure, man. Yeah. But that's my sci-fi November list. So I would actually yeah. be very curious for those of you who are joining me on the sci-fi November, you know, nerd out session. Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, the Odyssey. I like that. Let me know what your watch list is, you know, music list, ideas, whatever, gaming list. I just want to hear everything. I want to hear ideas because I guarantee there's something. Well, of course there is. This is not a complete list at all. I know <laughs> there's stuff I haven't even thought of that would be like, oh my gosh, that'd be perfect. So please. Let me know. I would really like to know what your things are. Now, you, on the other hand, though, are watching something right now. I've really been nerding out about ancient Greece again lately. Not Greek mythology. I have absolutely no interest in Greek mythology, uh, but the actual human events. And I've talked about this probably a year or two ago. Yeah. So I'm rereading Stephen Pressfield's epic novel, Tides of War, about Alcibiades and the Peloponnesian War between Athens and Sparta that took place in the 5th century BCE. And just the way Pressfield describes in brutal detail some of the battles that were fought during that war is just jaw-dropping. Even though it's fiction, but it's all within the context of what we know about the weapons and culture of the times. And it's not just about the war. I mean, that's just one thing. And, and the, the Athenian invasion of Sicily that just went totally south because Alcibiades was recalled to Athens. I could bore you all for hours about this. But it's just so fascinating to me how different and yet similar society was back then 2000 plus years ago that these events took place. And uh, I'm also replaying Assassin's Creed Odyssey since it goes so well with the book. Yeah. Yeah. But that got me thinking I should start rewatching movies like Troy with Brad Pitt, a mediocre film, but it was, you know, about events that took place in the Iliad rewatching Alexander by Oliver Stone. Such a good movie. Epic, Mm. epic, epic film. It has a um, Colin Farrell in it. So, yeah, I'm just really nerding out about that epoch of history right now. And uh, ships ramming each other. Yeah. Triremes battling it out on the open seas. Yeah. So that's exciting, man. Good. Well, booyah. You know, and I'm not into history as much as you are, of course, but it's fun hearing you talk about it because I probably am never going to go study it or, you know, really watch or read about it too much. But I still like hearing, you know, tidbits about it. It's an yeah. interesting enough for me to know that kind of stuff. So I appreciate it. I'll try and throw more in once in a while. But yes. Alcibiades is one of the most fascinating historical characters, people uh, that most people never heard of because it's the Peloponnesian War. Who, who studies the Peloponnesian War? Even most yeah. people have hardly even heard of it. But it was a huge 20 year long, almost 20 year long war that took place between Athens and Sparta 2,500 years ago. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. That's what I'm nerding out about. Booyah. Boom. Do you remember the original Aladdin, the, the cartoon? Did you ever watch that? Fondly. Yes. Fond. Oh, okay. So you liked it. 
I did. When okay. I was younger, I, I watched Aladdin innumerable times. So interestingly enough, I think I watched it once and then, you know, and liked it. And then, uh, then my cousin who at the time was younger, they were visiting and sh- that's all she wanted to watch was Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And so I think Aladdin played 20 times in two days. Yep. And I mean, I was just like, uh, <laughs> uh, if I have to hear that, you know, Prince Ali Ababwa song one more time, I'm literally going to like <laughs> smash the TV in with a sledgehammer. So the new Aladdin movie came out and I didn't get to go see it. So I was like, oh, I'll watch it when it comes, you know, out on digital or video or whatever. You know, for, for those of you old people, but I mean, old school people, that is. Yeah. Yeah. VHS, if you want to try that. So uh, anyway, I'm not sure if it's on VHS, but you can try that. Old school people. <laughs> Yeah, older people actually these days uh, are watching digital, so can't say old people anymore. We can say older yeah. school people. Anyway, I digress. So I watched the new live action Aladdin, finally. Sarah and I watched it with Anna Tech. Holy yeah. cow, dude. I was so blown away. Like, huh. I actually really wasn't expecting much because I heard that the I never watched it, but I heard the new Little Mermaid live action movie was a complete bomb. Uh, so I'm thinking like, well, you know, we'll see. This probably isn't going to go very far. Oh my gosh, I thought it was far, far, far better than the cartoon. Holy oh, God, I'm glad, I'm glad you liked it. See, I, I haven't watched it because I saw and I heard the controversy before, before the movie came out about how weird Will Smith's genie looked. And I saw yeah. that in the, in, the, in the trailer and I was like, oh, no, 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 that's, oh, no, no, I'm not, I can't see this, no. So it's good to hear that you really enjoyed it. I'm, I might see it now because yeah. that, once I get Disney Plus for The Mandalorian, I might watch it there on your recommendation. So oh, otherwise yeah. I was not planning on ever seeing it. And I'm going to watch The Mandalorian for Sci- Sci-Fi November. Hello. Oh, yeah, that's right. Duh. Yeah. Just a few weeks. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was really good and I had my reservations about that too. Cause everybody was saying, Oh my gosh, you know, who's going to, how can Will Smith even come close to Robin Williams as genie? Well, he just looked goofy. I mean, it's just the way, the way they CG him yeah, was yeah. really off putting in the trailer at least. Yeah, so that's yeah. all I saw was the trailer. Well, and a lot of people on the internet was exploding about how goofy he looked in the trailer. It was nowhere so. near as bad as what was shown originally. And like, I think the actual CGI I think it was pretty good. They probably showed some kind of a early version of it that wasn't finished. I don't really know, but it it was fine. But I'll tell you what, and and I know even Disney critics have agreed with this too, is saying that, you know, Will Smith's genie, in fact, even Will Smith himself said, I'm not trying to compete with Robin Williams. I'm going to do something totally different, you know, because (laughs) he was great at that genie. So Will Smith's version was completely different. It was his own (laughs) style, was very much a Will Smith type of thing, and it was so well done. It was wonderful. And I didn't even think like you're stepping on Robin Williams as a genie at all. It was more of like they're great standalones, but it was a great movie. I was like, and the music was great and the singers were great. I mean, wow. Just like, just like the new Joker didn't step on Heath Ledger's Joker. Exactly. It was different. It was wonderful. Before you start Gemini, man, I want to mention one thing. Okay. I did post on Slack the SNL skit that they did making fun of the Joker with Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. If you haven't checked that out, you've got to see it. It's so well done. I still haven't watched it. Live action, live action Sesame Street trailer for Oscar instead of the Joker or Grouch. I don't remember what it was called, but it was really, really good. Nice. Okay. We'll watch that. It's on Slack. Yeah. Check it out. It's on Slack. All right. So, Gemini Man, I know you didn't see it. So, this will be a little solo review here. Yeah. Solo review. First of all, I'm just going to say this I really liked it. 
And I think it's funny because IMDb's ratings are like 5.3 out of 10, something like mm. that. You know, it fluctuates every day. So I'm thinking like, oh, great. Here we go. It's not going to be a very good movie. <laughs> Total BS. Okay, guys. It's I mean, of course, it's no masterpiece. It's an action movie. Is any action movie really ever a masterpiece? Let's be completely honest. You know what I mean? Maybe. I might again I'm flat footed, but I might be able to come up with one, but go ahead. But you know what I mean? Most action movies are action movies. They're not trying yes. to win Oscars with these things. True. So I don't know why people are giving it the five point three. I mean, it deserves at least something in the seven range for sure. It really does. It was well done. Okay. The soundtrack was phenomenal. And mm. I've never heard of the composer before, and I'm not even sure how to pronounce his name. It's like Lorne Balf or something like that. It sounded a lot like Hans Zimmer. Very, very Hans Zimmer. In fact, it almost had like shades of the Wonder Woman style, which I really loved that soundtrack too. So it was very interesting, but I'm like the whole movie, I just kept noticing the music in a really, really good way. Really helped the movie to go well. It was beautifully done. So phenomenal soundtrack worth checking out anyway. But it's so funny. the, The story and the writing was actually great. And there was a lot of criticism. Again, the reviews basically saying like, Oh, you know, the writing was terrible. Looks like a fifth grader wrote the script and, you know, the story had no no plot. And I'm like, did you guys even watch the same movie? I mean, come Uh, on. So, of course, it's not Oscar worthy because it's an action movie, but it actually, I thought the script was good. Will Smith was totally in his typical, you know, action movie element. So we had Will Smith. We had Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She was in Sky High originally, I think, and 10 Cloverfield, Live Free or Die Hard, Scott Pilgrim. She was in a lot of those movies and she did a really, really good job. In fact, something you know, I haven't really seen her much lately, but I thought she did well. And then, of course, just the other characters that went there. It was great. What about who was who was Will Smith's counterpart in that? Was it Jaden or was it some other actor? No, it was CGI. It was a CGI Will Smith. Yeah. Which. Oh, you could tell. I've. No, but I've seen the previews. It doesn't look anything like him. Oh, it really <laughs> I, does. It looks like him from the oh, 90s when he was doing stuff in the 90s. And the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Weird. Not I, quite I, that, you know, because he I had really big Jayden. hair then. No, no. I mean, it does still kind of look like Jaden a little bit, but yeah. Huh. It definitely was okay. him. Um, now, I was going to say that because CGI, the technology, just they can't get the mouths quite right yet. They still can't. No matter what they try, the tech just isn't there. Huh. But... You know, they did the full motion capture. Will Smith did all of that. And then they CGI'd his entire character. Now, during the action scenes, it was clearly obvious that this was a CGI character, unfortunately. And of course, with the mouth, it was very obvious that it was a CGI character. But that said, they did really, really well otherwise. His eyes, when you were looking at the CGI eyes, I was just like, that that can't be, that's not computer generated. That is Will Smith. But it wasn't. Maybe it, it, maybe was, it was. No, it wasn't. It was so good. And then uh, his they captured his mannerisms, you know, the way that he moves, everything. I mean, everything about him. Mm. I mean, that's the motion capture, I'm sure. But it was so well done that I had a really hard time not seeing the real Will Smith from like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, standing right there. It was amazing. So okay. minus the mouth, it was really, really, really good. In my opinion, it would have made more sense to have him and Jaden do another pair up together like they have in the past, although albeit a little unsuccessfully, but that's not necessarily their fault, but it makes more sense to just have a real life. I mean, Jaden's old enough. He could totally have played that role. No. Was he, was he busy? No, because the story would not have allowed it. Huh? Which I'm not going to give away. So, okay. It had needed to be Will Smith. There's, okay. a, there's a reason for it. So it was perfect in that sense. But anyway, you know, what's funny is, is Johnny Pistol Shot was even saying like, there was really nothing bad in it. 
You know what I mean? Like you, you look at like objectionable things and all that. And this was just kind of a clean, fun movie. And my theory is this, if you're actually finding something bad, like it's one thing to say, well, okay, you know, it wasn't my favorite movie, but it was a fun action movie. That's fine. But if you're just like, oh my gosh, this was terrible. Then in my opinion, you're probably looking for something and you want to pick a fight because really there was just nothing bad about it. It was just a good action movie. And here's the thing. It was fun. Definitely action filled. And it had a happy ending. Oh my gosh. Finally. I'm so tired of depressing heavy movies. Like I really am getting tired of them. And this was actually something where I walked out going, I feel great. You know, like the the latest Spider-Man movie, same thing. I felt great after that movie. It's just like that in that sense. Now, I don't wouldn't say it's as good as the Spider-Man movie, but it was fun. So highly recommended to go see it. If you like action movies, just go see it. It was fun. Good recommendation. Yeah. You know, we've talked a lot about gaming in the past. We're not going to talk about gaming here, but I find it interesting that when I talk to people who aren't gamers, they'll just say, you know, how do you go to the bathroom in video games, by the way? And I'll be like, huh? Who asks that? Well, you know, curious people who don't play video games. And then I'll be like, well, do you actually want to go to the bathroom in a video game? Like, why are you asking me that? But they do. Like, how do you go to the bathroom? Well, then they would be like, well, can you even go to the bathroom in a video game? (laughs) No, the answer is no. With the exception of Duke Nukem, of course, which is the only one I can even think of. And, um, you know, you go to the bathroom and this is what he would do. Much better. And that was just a moment of oh, pure bliss in that game. The memories. Looking, going to the movie theater in that game, looking in the mirror. He's like, I'm looking good. You can flush the <laughs> toilet and he goes, ah, oh, much better. Yeah. It was so funny. That was yeah. the only game that I can even think of that you actually used the bathrooms. There's probably something else I'm you missing. You can do it but, in Fallout. I think Fallout, you can do it. Okay, I never played those, but, so I don't know. But you, you don't actually go. You just can flush the toilet. I don't know. Then, yeah, yeah, but in, can, in Duke Nukem, you went. I mean, you didn't see anything, but you heard it. <laughs> like, ah, much better. But it was just like, who wants that? But here's the answer. Of course. So how do you go to the bathroom in video games? My question, can you even go? Can you even go to the bathroom in video games? Here's our answer. Pixels don't poop. Okay? Or pee. Realism only goes so far, okay? That's just, and thank God for that, by the way. We just don't want that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Isn't that deep? It's almost deep enough, but... Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. Sometimes I worry that the fall wind is going to suddenly sweep everything away and that we will all die flailing through the air and screaming. But at least we would all die together. Well, you know, thankfully we haven't had that wind yet, but when the wind comes and we might have that wind and, you know, Colorado winds. When the trees start turning in the fall and then like right before winter hits, there's this really strong windstorm that knocks all the tree, all the leaves off the trees typically. And we're not there yet because yeah. most of the leaves here are still green, believe it or not. But it's, it's a, definitely a winter phenomenon. It's a meteorological thing that happens in the winter. In the summer, it happens with storm fronts and stuff, but you don't get wind storms like you do in the wintertime yeah. in the summer or, or spring or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, or fall. You know, in the fall is when you start getting them. You know, if you're living here in Colorado or out there in Iowa or, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood area, um, leash up your kids because the winds are strong enough that they will blow away. And then hopefully not die screaming. Exactly. Well, you know what the music means. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today. Oh, yeah. And thank you, Captain Influence. That was scintillating. Yeah. Scintillating discussion, as always. Hopefully not too didactic. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> well, hey, don't forget those pickup lines, all right? Let us know what your sci-fi November watch is. 
You can go to realbrianshow.com for all the show notes. Have a glorious week. Real Brian Show, sign it up. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.